Communication is something that everybody does, but it's not a skill set that most people really are good at. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Massive shout out to all of those who are part of my Dominate program. I was just having a bit of a read through all the wins in the community hub. Man, you guys are crushing it. Like it's awesome every week just seeing all the wins that are going on with all the improvements that are happening. To wake up and to read that is absolutely phenomenal. So thank you. It keeps me inspired reading it all. Anyway, let's get into communication. It's such an important skill that most people just don't really develop, maintain, and refine. But it is a lifelong skill that you will need to build, especially if you want to be good with people and communication. So this morning I was on a podcast. It was a really awesome podcast. Massive shout out to Joel Rodriguez, the man coach. He just shot me a message on Instagram and said, dude, do you want to be on my podcast? And I said, yeah, well, let's hook it up. So we hooked it up for this morning, but it was just really cool being on a podcast with another great communicator. He was just calm and focused and asked really high quality questions, which allowed me to get out really good information and some of the stuff I've never spoken about before on any podcast or or on anything. And the reason why I want to share this is because last week I also did another podcast with a different podcast host. And I noticed the difference between good communicators versus people who are learning the skill of communication or even poor communicators. When I am dealing with poor communicators, they tend to have certain patterns of behavior and they tend to have certain patterns of communication. Whereas good communicators tend to communicate in a different way. And so I want to share some of those that I've learned on my journey. Now, I'm not saying that I'm an expert communicator by any means, but having spent well over tens of thousands of hours speaking on podcasts, on professional stages, talking to people over the phone, talking to people online, I think this morning I've already shot off maybe about 20 to 30 DMs already talking to people about some of my products and my programs, like my one-on-one coaching programs and so on. There are just good ways of communicating and there's not beneficial ways of communicating. And I find that most people are pretty poor with their communication skills and tend to suffer a little bit because of it. Now, some people may be good at talking one-on-one, but not so good at talking on a stage. Some people are great at talking on stages, but horrible at speaking via email and DMs. There is just different styles of communication that needs to happen if you want to be successful with your communication. Now, we need to understand what communication is. You essentially have someone who is sharing some information and in their mindset, they have pictures or they have a thought that they're trying to communicate or a message that they're trying to get across. Then you have the receiver. The receiver has to receive the exact same thing that has been given off from the the communicator into the receiver for it to be effective communication. Now that can be hard, really hard. Because if I just say, I bought a new car, you might have a different car in your mind than the majority of the other listeners on this podcast. So in your head, you might see a black Hyundai, whereas someone else sees a red Ferrari. Someone else sees a purple minivan. 
because the way I've communicated is a generalization. Now, there is a, a point where that is good communication, but there are certain times where that is not good communication. You know, if I say, I want you to think now about your favorite holiday location. That's a great way of communicating if I want to get you in a moment or into an emotional state that works for you because it's a generalization. There are other times where you need to be very specific. So if I say to you, look, I want you to imagine an airplane. If you're in Australia or America, it is a Qantas Boeing 737, if you know what that is. It's white on the outside. It's got the red kangaroo on the tail. Now, as you can imagine, the more that I'm, I'm going into detail, the easier it is for you to create that exact same picture that I have in my head in your own head. So that is also good communication. So there's a time and a place for different communication styles and different communication methods. Also, there is different languaging that allows for good communication. You know, I have a lot of people who listen to this podcast or they hear me speak and they say, oh, it's so refreshing to have someone who just says it how it is and swears. And then other people who say, I can't listen to it because you swear. Different people communicate in different ways. And so different audiences will need to be communicated in, in different ways. You know, when I go and speak at a school, I don't get up there and drop F-bombs every three seconds because I know that it won't get its message across. When I go and speak in front of tradies or trade-based businesses, I tend to swear a lot more. In my normal tongue, I just sort of let it roll as I let it roll. Like on this podcast, I let it roll. Depending on my emotional states of the day, sometimes I swear more, sometimes I swear less. It all depends. And you'll relate to it because of the way you communicate. So different people communicate in different ways. Some people talk fast. So fast communicators like being around other fast communicators. Kinesthetics or people who need to feel things tend to talk a lot slower. So they'll appreciate somebody who talks at about this speed. And then there are some other communicators who tend to talk, depending on their messaging, using fast, slow, different tones, different pitches, but it will all resonate with a different audience. I've done speaker trainings before where they try to get you to speak in a certain way, in a certain manner. Now that works for a certain audience, but others it doesn't. I find sometimes professionally trained speakers to be very annoying. And it's because I know that they're trained. So they're never going to give you their proper opinion, their proper thoughts, their proper ideas. They're essentially just robots that have trained themselves to speak in a certain way. Whereas others can do it in a way where it comes across very effective. It all depends. So communication has to work for you. But it's also not about you. It's about the receiver, how they receive it. Sometimes I'll go into meetings and I'll say certain things and I watch my team, they sit there with blank stares on their face. I know that my communication has not been effective. So I have to come back in at a different angle and try to communicate in a different way. If I communicate in a different way, then I watch their face light up and they go, oh yeah, now I get it. Whereas they didn't before, they do now. So you have to have different communication skills to get your point across. Sometimes you'll be talking to someone and you might have to explain something in four different ways to get the message across. It all depends on the receiver or the person that you're giving the information to. Then you just have poor communication methods. The other day I was with Jess and we were sitting at the dinner table and we we're both working from it. And Jess said something along the lines of, hey, I just want to know that thing that I was talking to you about the other day, if you, you know, can you remember what it was about? And, and do you remember what, what we're going to do in that situation? And I looked at her and I said, the fuck are you talking about? And she said, you, you know, we're talking about, I forgot what it's called, but it's, it, we're talking about it the other day. We're outside and, and you said that you wanted, you know, that thing that you want done. 
And I said, Jess, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Like everything that is coming out of your mind has no reason to be communicated. What you're saying is you're having a thought process in your mind that you don't know what it is. And so now you're trying to use verbal communication to try to get it clear to you while you're communicating with me, trying to help me to get clear, but I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And then she said, oh, that's a good point. And I said, I know, because I have no idea. When you use words like, hey, you know that thing? N no, no, I don't know the thing because the thing could be a million things. I'm not sure. What day was it? What time was it? When did it happen? What's it regarding? Can you give me a clue? Like, do I have to guess? Is this a jigsaw puzzle? Like, I don't fucking know. A lot of people will do that though. Hey, when you're outside, can you just can you just get me that thing? You know the thing out there that that I, I wanted? Hey, you know, you know, over dinner last week, we we're, were talking about, you know what it is. We we're, were talking about it, and it was like we we were talking about it at the dinner table and and oh come on, you know, you know what I was talking about. And then you watch people get frustrated, like the, the person who's speaking is getting frustrated because the other person has no idea what they're talking about because they've actually given no information. That's really poor communication. Also, different people respond in different communication styles. So sometimes when I communicate with people, I'm very, very blunt because I'm trying to get a message across or I'm trying to get them to do something. So sometimes in my DMs or in my messages, I'll have people that are like, oh, Hey, I just want to find out the prices for your, your coaching. And I say, look, okay, I'll send you some information. And then all of a sudden, they, I just don't hear back from them. And I'll shoot a message and I go, hey, just wondering what do you think of everything? Like what's on your mind? Or I'll say, what do you think of what I sent through? Do you have any questions? Do you have any feedback? Where are you at? And then I don't hear anything back. And then three months later, I get another message from them. They go, just wondering, I saw you had a product or a program. And I'm just sort of thinking about, you know, what's the difference between that and coaching? And so I'll go back to them. I'm really blunt. And I say, are you looking to do something today or are you just window shopping? Because what I'm essentially saying is, are you fucking wasting my time or are you not? Now, the reason why I do that is I'm a coach. There are a lot of shit coaches out there. A lot of them. There are a lot of coaches out there who don't give a shit about their clients. They give a shit about making money. So they're always going to tell their clients what they want to hear. There are a lot of those out there. I'm not either of those coach. The thing I care about, I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about what you think about me. What I care about is the results you get. Because if you feel better and you look better. So for instance, I had a conversation this morning where I was talking to someone. I am looking after their nutrition. So they've signed up with me to look after their nutrition plan and their exercise plan and then work on their mindset because they're trying to get their body back into shape. Now, really, when you're looking at getting your body back into shape, it's like 90% mindset and probably about out of the 10% that's left, it's like 90% diet and then 10% exercise. Most people do it all fucked up in the wrong way around and then they wonder why their diet and their exercise program hasn't worked. And that's because they focus on exercise. So they eat shit food and then they overtrain and they think that over-exercising is going to burn away the calories and the shame and the guilt that they have from eating shitty food and not sticking to their calories or their macros. So that happens all the time. And then the next thing that they do is they try to get their diet right, but they fight all the time in their own head. So your mindset is the most important thing when it comes to losing weight or getting your body right. And so this person's overcomplicating stuff. And I said to them, look, just stick to the basics. Why the fuck are you overcomplicating this shit? I've given you your calories, I've given you your protein, just stick to your protein, stick to your calories, and then backfill with whatever you want. 
I couldn't give a fuck whether you eat lollipops. I don't give a fuck whether you eat lettuce. I don't care what you eat. Because in order to lose weight, which is what we're trying to go for in this phase of your gym program or your exercising, all you need to do is be under your calories. Try to hit them if you can, because I've already figured out that there's a deficit. It's really that simple. But because we're in an environment of information, people go and they go through TikTok and someone says, you shouldn't eat lettuce because lettuce is bad. Someone else says, lettuce is amazing. Someone else says, you should be on the carnivore diet. Someone else says, you should be a vegan. Someone else says that you should be a vegan, but also eat dairy. Someone else says that you should be a carnivore, but you should be able to eat vegetables. And so because of that, it becomes super fucking confusing. Now, remember that in order to transform chaos, you need order and structure. Now, if you keep things simple, the more you can simplify things and structure things, the easier it is to win. When people complicate things, easy things become really hard. So I communicated that in a very, very blunt way to this person because they have to understand that if they want to get results, they're overcomplicating shit. Now, I could say that the nice way that most coaches say it, but that won't have the same impact. You have to think about the impact that you're saying. You have to think about the way that you're communicating. So when I'm coaching people, sometimes I nurture them. Okay, I've got a testimonial that I put up every now and again from someone who came to our event who's a, a PA or she's an executive assistant, I should say, to a very wealthy business owner. And she said something like, Michael will give you a massive kick in the ass when you need it, but he's also very caring, nurturing, and supporting when you need it. You need to think about that in your communication style. Like if you're communicating with your children, there is a time and a place where you need a good ass whooping voice. And then there's another time where you need to be nurturing and caring. You need to know how to communicate in different styles. You need to know how to change your tone. Like if you say to your dog, sit down, that's a good boy. Hey, hey, come back here. Come back here. Fluffy, come back here. Fluffy, fluffy, come back. The dog's not going to pay attention to you because the dog knows that you're a pushover just through your voice and your tone. So you have to make sure that you're using your voice, using your tone. Okay, you might say, hey, Fluffy, come here. Just by changing those tonalities, that's better communication in what you're trying to get across. It's always about the receiver. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. So now, coming back to the podcast this morning, this podcaster that I was on, Joel, Amazing podcaster because he was able to ask effective questions and then do something that I teach in my leadership courses, which is ask questions and shut the fuck up. So what he did was he asked great questions and then he went quiet and let me explain. I've been on podcasts before where the podcaster is more interested in giving their point of view, their perspective when they ask a question. And this happens quite a lot. I have this in my community as well, where sometimes people will come into the community and they don't know how to communicate. And so they'll do things. I'll go, hey, Michael, just wondering, with my mindset, I'm having trouble in my relationship because I know that I get stressed out all the time and I get frustrated and I take that out on my partner. So what do you think? And I go, well, here's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I sort of already do that. And then so what I do is I, I try not to communicate in that way, but I know I do. And I just sit there and I listen to them talk for the next five minutes and then I'll stop them. And I go, okay, cool. Are you ready? And I'll be blunt and I'll be very on point. I go, cool. So are you ready for me to answer that question now? 
And I watch them, they sit back and they're like, oh, fuck. Because they've just been called out and they get called out. It's almost like when you when you tell a child off or when you tell a dog off, you've got to sort of raise your tone and put them back in their place. Because if, if you don't, they'll keep doing the same thing. They, there's no respect there. Now, a lot of people won't do that. They don't do it because they're afraid... You know, a lot of coaches won't do it because they're more worried about making money. And so, you know, when you're worried about making money, you worry about losing clients. And so you always try to give people the feel goods. But the problem is that that doesn't help most people win. But as you can see there in that scenario, just by asking that question, that person then goes, oh, shit. I am doing really bad with my communication. I asked the question and then I kept fucking talking. I was on a call last week with somebody who was trying to sell me a product and a program and they spent probably 99% of the time talking. They would literally ask a question and then as they asked the question, actually, they didn't even ask the question. What they would do is they would start with a story. They would ask the question halfway through the story and then spend the next 15 minutes explaining why they asked the question. If you want to be a good communicator, ask the question, shut the fuck up. It's that simple. So you ask the question and you let the person who is the expert or the person who you're trying to get information from talk. When you sit there and you say, hey, I'm just wondering, where would you like to go for lunch? The reason why I'm asking where you'd like to go for lunch is because, you know, I, I was just thinking about last week I went to this really good bakery and the bakery was really, really good, but I didn't really want to go to the bakery because I'm watching my calories at the moment. Can you see how that is just a clusterfuck of communication? Most people do it. You probably do it all the time. That has to change if you want to be a good communicator. You ask questions and you listen. And if the person's not answering the question in the way that you need, in the way that you want it, then you ask a different question. You come in from a different angle or you frame the question differently. So sometimes you need to frame a question. This is a lot of what I teach in my courses and my programs is I talk about the different styles of communication. Sometimes I have to frame something like, let's say I'm doing a sale. I might say something like, look, I know that you're a high-level business owner and what I'm going to suggest is a high-level program. I could offer you my cheap program, but I know that that's not going to work for you based on the level that you're playing the game at. You want to play big, right? And they go, yep. And I go, okay. If you want to play big, it's time to step up. Here's the big program that you need. And the person goes, cool. Cool. Now I understand why you're trying to sell me that product and service because I am at a certain level and I need to step up. Sometimes if you don't do that, people always look for the cheap options because they're fucking cheap. The world's full of cheap people. They say that they don't want to live a cheap life, yet they're fucking cheap. I hear it all the time. People say they want to crush it in life, but they don't want to commit to anything. They always need to fucking think about it. So what my point is, is that there's a time to frame conversations. That's another communication skill. But... Asking a question and then going on a 15-minute rant why you're trying to explain why you asked the question that then confuses the fuck out of the person that you're trying to speak to is not good communication. So communication is a skill that you're always getting feedback on. Every person you communicate with, whether it's your child, your intimate partner, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's your business colleagues, whether it's your staff, whether it's your manager, whether it's your boss, whether it's just people around you in general, whether it's people in general public, whether it's a people, people you go to at a cafe, all of them are helping you develop the skills based on their responses. If you've got your head up your ass and you're unaware of how other people operate, then it's going to be really, really hard to refine your communication. Whereas when you watch how other people respond and you're more self-aware, 
you actually watch how people respond and then you can communicate in the way that works for them. I was with one of my clients last week, Stephen, who's probably listening to this podcast now. Amazing, amazing entrepreneur. He's under 30 or he's just turned 30, I should say. Owns a, a bunch of restaurants and cafes here in Adelaide. Like he's got heaps of cafes and restaurants, like fucking amazing. We went to a, a local cafe. He lives not far from me. So we went to this local cafe and we're sitting in there and, and I said, look, mate, I'll go and order food. We both ordered the same thing. I go up and I order food. The lady there, she takes my order. Now, I know her because every time I'm in there, I speak to her and I ask how her day is going and I'm quite friendly with her and I'm quite friendly with the staff there. And sometimes they're under the pump, especially on school holidays, right? The cafe's right on a lake. So, you know, there's normally a lot of kids around and stuff like that in school holidays. I was there with him, just ordered my food, asked her how her day is going. I was quite friendly with her. You know, I could tell she was a little bit stressed out. So I was like, ah, busy day. And, and she's like, yeah, you know, there's heaps of stuff on the, the FPOS machine was down for a while. And and I said, well, you're doing a great job of handling everything. And I watched her sort of smile a little bit. How did I know that? How did I see that change? Because I was aware of the people that I was communicating with. I go back to the table. I sit down. She brings over our coffees. And about two minutes later, she brings back a bottle of sparkling water. And she says, I know you normally drink sparkling water. This is on the house. How did I get a free bottle of sparkling water? Why? Because I know how to communicate with people. I'm watching their responses. It's not just about what you're trying to get out of your mind. When you sit there and you're one of those people, they'll ask a question and then they talk for the next 45 fucking minutes after the question that they've asked you. That person has no self-awareness, none whatsoever. They're just sitting there, they're in their own fucking world and as long as whatever's going on in their head is coming out, they're completely fine with that. The problem is when you do that, you won't get the feedback to see the changes that you need to become a better communicator. When I'm up on stage and I'm talking to an audience, especially at events like Thrive Time, which is my premier program. That's where we help you build your success map in life. You know, we've had tens of thousands of people come through from professional athletes to rich listers to people who've hit rock bottom and everybody in between. People who've just got out of jail right through to mums and dads with their kids. But in that course, when I'm teaching, I will teach and explain a topic. I will then turn around and depending on how I'm explaining. So sometimes I'm explaining stuff on, on a whiteboard, but I'm watching the audience. I'm watching how people are responding. Then what I do is I'll ask questions and I watch how people respond. Now, if the audience don't give me the majority of people who understand, I know I can't move on yet and I got to go back and explain it in a different way because I'm watching the responses. Now, some of the challenges when you're speaking to one or when you're speaking one to many is that when you're speaking to audiences, I might look at four or five people and I see that they've got something. They've got the topic. They've got the concept. But if you've got 40 people in the room, there's still 35 who didn't get it. So then you have to explain again. Now, sometimes you might get, if it's a complex topic, you might then have, let's say, 10 people who get it. That's still 30 people who don't. So then you've got to explain it in a different way. Then you might get 20 people. That means there's still 20 that haven't. So you might have to explain the same thing in five different ways in order to get the majority of people. Not everybody's going to get everything every time. But you have to be watching the audience. I've watched speakers up on stage and politicians are fucking wild with this. They will sit there and talk shit for an hour and a half or corporates. Corporates do it wildly as well. Corporate leaders, they will get up and they will talk shit for an hour off of a piece of paper and they'll have notes and notes and notes and notes and they read and they think that they're a good speaker because they're reading all their notes. They're pausing at the right time. They're saying all the right things. They're not using their hands. They're not distracting people. And they get off the stage and they go, I crushed it. You selfish prick. You crushed it, but nobody else in the whole fucking audience does. That's shit. 
On the other hand, if you're a good speaker, 90% of people in the audience get what you were speaking about and they're crushing it. The same as good coaches. Good coaches have great clients, right? I tell every person who sends me messages, every person who does my Thrive Time event, every person who jumps in and does something like Dominate or works with me one-on-one, when they send me a message and say, hey, I want to thank you so much because you know, you're doing all these amazing things for me. You've helped me out. You've done all this. I go, look, it's not me. It's you. You're the one who did this. I'm just the catalyst for change. You're the one who puts in the work. You're the one who puts in the effort. You're the one who was courageous enough to make the change. You're the one who committed to doing this. Like all of those things are your skills. They're things that you're building. It's not me. Don't credit me. I know that I'm a wicked coach because of the results that you guys get. My point is, is that your clients or your audience or the people that you're speaking to, they're the ones who should be getting it not you. And so when you're a good communicator, you watch the feedback and you make sure that the majority of people that you're speaking to or communicating with are getting it. When you're doing sales, the question is, do they get it or not? Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to win the sale. Sales is a numbers game. Some weeks I lose like 90% of my sales. Some weeks I'm like on fire and I get like 80%. It just all depends. And it depends where the leads come from. It depends how warm they are. It depends how much they know about you. There's a whole bunch of different factors. But the thing is, If you're doing sales, the question is, what do they need to know before they walk away? Now, sometimes I will trigger the fuck out of people in a sale because I know that they're not going to buy, but I know that they're going to move forward in some way, shape or form today. And if that means that I have to piss them off and and essentially shit in their mind so that they're going to think for the next two years about what a loser and a dropkick they are, if they keep going with the habits that they have, I will do that because I know that I'm still helping them. I didn't help the sale, but I helped them. So you have to understand the results and the outcomes that you want from the people you're communicating with. You need to have a toolkit of the different tools. Sometimes you've got to take multiple approaches in order to get the landing right, as a metaphor. And you've got to watch how they respond because they're getting feedback. I watch business owners, especially trade-based businesses, are probably the fucking worst communicators. The worst because they just run around and expect everybody. And and by the way, this isn't all tradies, right? If you're listening to this, you're probably way, way, way better than most people in your industry. But a lot of the old school tradies and a lot of trade-based businesses, they will have the worst communication skills. And then they tell all their staff or they tell people that everyone who works for them is fucked. They're all useless. They never get anything right. They fuck up everything all the time. And I'm like, eh, interesting. There's a common thread there. The common thread is how you communicate. Now, people normally hire people they can communicate with. So sometimes in a business, there'll be the business owner and then a couple of managers. Those couple of managers normally have the same shitty communication skills as the owner or the leader because that's who the person's hired. That doesn't mean though that staff are effective. So if you want to crush it in life, communication skills are something that you massively have to work on. You've got to work on your tone, how you come across. Sometimes you've got to raise your tone. Sometimes you've got to drop it down. Sometimes you just need to talk. Sometimes you need to pause. Sometimes you need to talk a little bit faster to try and get a point across. Now, by the way, I'm still learning. Every podcast that I do, I go back and I listen to them. So I listen to these podcasts on my morning walk. Sometimes I listen to others. Sometimes I listen to these. But I listen to it and I think about how I'm communicating, how I'm getting my message across. Am I too fast? Am I too slow? Sometimes I'll have like three coffees in the morning and I'm jacked. And because of that, I'm just pumping out, like I'm going at a hundred miles an hour, right? I don't even have to put it on three speed. I just, I just listen to it at one speed and it sounds like it's at three speed. 
Then there are other times where I listen and I go, wow, I can probably pitch that up and, and I can drop down the tone, but the message is really good. So you want to really think about how you're communicating. Watch people around you. So today, when you go home or if you're at home already, watch how your partner responds when you're communicating with them. Watch how your children respond when you communicate with them. Most people just have one approach. They keep landing on the same runway that is absolutely fucked, and then they wonder why everything falls to shit. I watch people talk to their kids, and the kids do something that they don't really understand. But the parent is frustrated because the child's not doing or responding in a way that they want. And so the parent just gets more frustrated. They just raise their tone. That's the only strategy that they have. Hey, I told you to do this. Just, why can't you just do what I asked? Well, maybe they didn't understand. Maybe you just got to approach it from a different angle. Maybe your tonality is shit. Maybe you didn't give them effective orders. Maybe they don't understand why you've asked them to do the thing in the way that you wanted it to. Maybe you didn't explain it properly. All of those factors come into play in communication. Anyway, Driven Mofos, look, I hope this podcast has given you something to think about and something to work on with your communication skills. If you're loving this podcast, please shoot me a message. Jump across on Instagram, especially. I've been thrashing Instagram lately. Last week, a heap of you sent me messages about one of the episodes that I did, especially around the identity crisis. A bunch of you reached out and told me that it was really helping some of the challenges that you were going through at the moment. So it's really cool. Like I have days where I'm not even sure whether people listen to this podcast or not. I mean, I check the stats. But I don't know how many people are listening, not listening, how many people are taking on board. So please, if you're loving this podcast, shoot me a message. Let me know. Jump across onto any of my socials, but especially Instagram. Let me know. And remember, sharing is caring. The more you share these podcasts, the more we get this out to the world. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I appreciate you all. I love having this community of driven people that want to achieve more in life. You know, it's awesome just having you guys and girls listen to this stuff and want to improve your lives. So I just want to say a massive thank you. And I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care. Have a great day. Keep crushing results. <laughs>